Welcome to Childish Behavior, the mythical adventures of two spastastic family pastors. Hey, this is Aaron from Childish Behavior. Uh, we've got Rick and uh, we're trying to decide whether it's Doug or Walter today. This is going to be our first in the trenches where we, we reach out to somebody that's that's in ministry, in the in the trenches, doing doing the work, and we just see what's going on with them and, and kind of talk to them a little bit. How you doing today, Doug, Walter, whatever you want to call yourself? Good. We can go by Doug for the day. How about that? <laughs> Dalter. I like Dalter. We're going with Dalter. So, Doug, uh, it was really good to meet you last year at the Kid Men Megacon. And... Right. Uh, I think it was one of those things we were trying to play a game for money and, and also we saw each other and I immediately was like, dude, I love your shirts. Every day you had a superhero shirt that was something to do with ministry. It wasn't cheesy. So when I met you and your wife, it was on day of awesome. And we were, we were on running around and we had to meet a new friend. That's right. And I loved your Mohawk, dude. You see, this is the other thing. Like, you didn't just have a new shirt every day. You had a new hair color every day as well. I thought that was pretty impressive. I, I um, only had one hair color. <laughs> it was sad. Um, Aaron's bald. <laughs> what? No, I'm not. <laughs> He's wearing a wig. No. Well, we just want to ask you a couple of questions. So my first question for Dalter, because I like that better and I'm going to keep that, <laughs> is... What do you do in ministry and like, where are you? You know, it's kind of a dual question. You know, what do you do? Where are you? That kind of thing. Our church is in Chickasha, Oklahoma. It's called Chickasha First. And we actually are the head children's ministers of what we call our kids' life. I personally love the word Chickasha now and Dalter. As it's coming through the line, we, it sounds mildly inappropriate. Not to bring up something from the past, but your ear holes may be hearing something different than we hear. No, I'm, no, you know what? you, Aaron, you go, ooh. ooh. I actually, Doug just got some points with me because he's using one of my catchphrases. So thank you, Doug. Everybody's least favorite catchphrase. We've had guests ask him to stop it saying that. It was one so. guest, and it was Carl. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to Doug. All right. This isn't about you, Rick. We've just recently become actually – Full-time, part-time children's pastors. How are you full-time, okay, part-time? Okay, well, the reason is, is there are no part-time pastors ever. It's basically you are part-time pay with a with a full-time position. Oh, is he full-time pay with a part-time position? Something like that. I think we lost or is he, is Dalter he, again. Is he full-time, part-time, part-time, full-time? Is he part of the time, full-time? Is he full-time, part of the time? I think Dalter's phone hates us. <laughs> Uh, we got to the full-time, part-time position, and is what it is, is my wife actually works in the office throughout the week, but we both minister on Wednesdays and Sundays. So she does the office work, and I actually, because I have a full-time job, I work for the Oklahoma City Fire Department Whoa, as, a, sweet. So, as a mechanic. I actually, as an apparatus technician, as they call us. Dude, that, that's important, so they, uh, man. You are the, you are one of the most important people there. If uh, the fire truck doesn't go, then the fire doesn't go out. So thank you for what you do, my friend. They basically have both of you. And as a team, y'all are a full-time. That church just got a good deal. 
because they got two for one. And Wednesday nights, usually since the kids have just got off the sc- out of school and they've just come off the bus, I kind of usually the the more rowdy one that plays the games with them, kind of interacts with them, and then we kind of quietly calm them down so we can have a small little lesson. And then Sundays, she does the main lesson, and I do the object lessons and the games and the fun stuff. We kind of switch it up, but we both look through the lessons that we do. We both cooperatively mm. kind of put them together. How would this work? How does this look? What would engage them more? What doesn't engage them? If you kind of get what I mean. We've been in the ministry for about eight years. It started off. I'm going to kind of sidetrack on this real quick. This is a you know, rabbit hole. No, nope, uh, that's what we're all about. <laughs> uh, we actually, eight years ago, we were actually at another church. What was our home church? And we were asked, hey, what are you guys doing for the next week? We're going to take vacation and we think you guys would be cool doing the children's ministry in the back. We're like, Hey, it's a week. Why not? You know? And so give it a go. We got this and we'll just go back there. And uh, she showed us a CD player and a three ring binder. And I said, what's this? And she said, that's it. (laughs) And so pretty much we went from there and it just, kind of grew up from there we kind of then we went and got a we did our week and she came back and she was sitting back there and she goes oh you guys are way better at this than i ever thought i was so do you guys want to do it and we're like uh yeah that's so (laughs) see that's kind of how i fell into to family and children ministry um i uh I always wanted to do ministry just to know where i where i fit in and i was kind of just we were going to a church and they're like you would you take over this program? And then it just started growing and growing. And eventually I had to turn to my wife. I said, this is the ministry I'm supposed to be doing right here. This is it. You know, it got, it got awkwardly bad because, um, we started, I started splitting off. Uh, I would do two weeks in the, for children's church. And this lady would do two weeks for children's church. And she was the main person because I was in the military at the time. So I couldn't stick around that area. And I didn't want to put myself where I was, where it was dependent upon me because I didn't know what was going to happen. And, uh, the kids stopped going when she was in there. They would only go when Mr. Aaron was in there. And which made me feel like two feet tall because I had like made this lady look bad. And when I wasn't trying to, I was, I was like, Oh, I just did what I didn't want to do. So, you are the weakest link. And, but it, it show- yes. <laughs> yes. It's funny how God does that though. Sometimes how we end up, we end up in ministry, just kind of a wayward way, you know? And so of- I've always been the outgoing one and the, like, it's pretty much lives right there on the edge of, Hey, let's go do this, but we shouldn't have any casualties. I mean, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do this and we shouldn't have really too many casualties. It's fun. Let's ha ha. And it's fun. I like engaging with the kids cause I'm, I'm the biggest adult mm. child that anybody knows. And you can ask my wife that, I mean, she has three kids, a dog and an, an adult child. So she like has four kids. <laughs> My wife says the same thing. We, uh, we are, you are in good are company, brother. Spirits. We are all kindred <laughs> spirits. That's what's happening right now. So, but it's kind of fun being on here because I remember when you guys first started this up at Kidmen. Yeah. Yes. Sitting right, sitting up in the upper hallway up there. So it was kind of, it was kind of cool. Yes. And I've listened to all your episodes. It's kind of cool. So, well, you are <laughs> actually. Uh, we can always count That's on better. you. Like I'll, I'll be like, I'll be like driving and, or, you know, get home and I'll look and see 
like what's going on on our social media or whatever. And we got, we've got old dependable Dalter. He always likes our stuff. <laughs> That's right. He always comments Dalter's on there. stuff. I'm like, there, you're like so. our, you need to, you're our number one fan, I think. I think you're like, you like are. the third member of our group. You're like, you're our honorary childish behavior. Like, like, like sports teams talk about the 12th man in football. Well, you're, you're our third man. You're yeah. third man. Well, you have to have three wheels on a tricycle to go anywhere, so. This is true. Yes. We're still trying to use training wheels on our tricycle. <laughs> I've always been just one for having fun and teaching and just engaging with kids. I've always kind of had that aptitude of you have those you just have those abilities that you can connect with kids on a kid's level because that's just how it is. And really I, I contribute a lot to my wife because she can read the, the Bible and read the word and present the word in such a way that it's just, it's there when she's reading it, it kind of creates pictures in my head mm-hmm. and you kind of see that moment when the kids are like, I have no clue what's going on. And so in the moment I kind of just go, I know what I can do. I'll do a quick object lesson or a quick scenario of how something else. And then you can kind of watch that kids kind of just regain composure, regain where we're going instead of just kind of sitting here flatline. Like they're listening to the lesson, but they don't get anything. That is super cool. But that you and your wife are both in ministry and kind of together. You mentioned uh, earlier that you and your wife both minister. Um, I always tell any churches that I've been a part of, I said, you're not just getting me, you're getting my wife. My wife uh, is knee deep in ministry with me as far as like, she's running one side of things and I'm running the other side of things on a, on a given Sunday morning. But then we come, we, we coalesce at at certain parts. We have two services. So one service, she's teaching uh, a certain amount of kids and then she'll switch over and she'll lead music or, or, whatever or what we're doing in large group and it's like we just have to give each other that look right and we know what each other needs but i think like what you're saying i think it's a lot like me and you is me and you are kinetic and i know i know that aaron's like this too kind of kinetic off the wall and and wanting to be able to get down there on their level but our our wives may keep us in check a little bit Check mate. Yeah, she's like, yeah, we can, we can do this. She's like, I'm not sure it's going to work out, and I'm like, well, y- y'all aren't paying attention. It's check mate, as in our mates are keeping us. It's oh yeah, check mate. There you go. Yeah, dude. Like seriously, yeah. like it's it's I overly God, detailed. It's over. God knew what he was. I thought doing too hard when... for our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, God knew what he was doing when he when he partnered us up with our with our spouses because uh, oh, sure. I, I think that teammate. We need that teammate. And um, like you said, that your wife is very good at teaching and doing different things like that. It equals us out. And it, and it it's like the team works better when the team's together, right? And it's like uh, there's certain things you're good at. There's certain things I'm good at. But when you have that team, you get the best of both worlds, right? Like everything's firing on all cylinders, you know? Oh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, we're celebrating 17 years of marriage this year. Dude, that's awesome. Us too. That's cool. My my oldest kid just turned 16 
on February 3rd. Oh, man. That was, that was a surreal moment for me right there because I actually, I got up that morning and I went, oh, he's 16. And then halfway through to the day, I was like, oh, wait, he's 16. So he's the one that made <laughs> me, he's the one that started this off. I'm the dad for 16 years because of him now. I have two other children. I have a 14 year, uh, almost 14 year old and an almost a uh, 12 year old daughter. Wow. Yep. That's awesome, man. I, I see. It's funny. You guys are so young. You look so young that I, I wouldn't have guessed that. And so when, one day when I was looking on Facebook, I saw that you were sitting in the car and I think your son got his permit. And I was like, Oh my gosh. You know, I was like, I'm not, I'm not there yet, but I'm not too far off. I got an 11 year old. So I don't actually know how old you guys are. Cause you guys look just as young as I do. <laughs> so I'm 38. 30. I'll be 40 this year. Sweet. So yeah. I'm only 30. So now y'all may say it just said I looked old. Yeah, You're a young pup. No, no. Y'all made me look old. <laughs> I'm going to start calling you grandpa. Aaron. <laughs> uh, no. Is that gray in your beard, Aaron? I'm kidding. So. I'm going to buy you some just for men. So you can stop looking so old. I'm just kidding. <laughs> We always give somebody the spotlights like, hey, man, we're all go- we're all doing this together. We're all going through this. We're all in the trenches together. What's something that you would if you had the chance to speak truth into other children's and youth pastors lives? What's what's something that you would love to say to them? Uh, that's actually a good question, because uh, I, it's it's something our our pastor asks all the time. And, uh, and it's relationships. Okay. We build relationships and that builds, everything builds upon a relationship. Mm. I can't just come into your life and start telling you things and showing you things without a relationship. Once you build that relationship with that kid or those young, young adults, youth, preteens, I mean, we've, we've, we've all engaged with all of them, especially you two. And, uh, you can't just come in there and start just bop, 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 just bop, bopping stuff off without a relationship. Once you build that relationship, that person actually sees and sees God through you. I kind of look at it like that. I mean, we all are here to be more Christ-like. Okay. Yeah. That's the, the relationship that he had is the relationship that we should be giving. Anywhere, anybody that you come across, it doesn't matter if it's at church, the store, the guy at the drive-through McDonald's. You give him the, you give him that relationship, and he'll he'll remember you forever. He'll know what you. He'll be like, hey, I see that guy a month ago, and look what he's doing. And oh, he goes to this church, okay, or he does this. Wow, that's cool. But if you don't give somebody a relationship or start. They're not even going to look at it. They're not even going to look twice at you. And my other biggest thing that that I always tell people is just be flexible. Don't don't constrain yourself going, oh, this is how this has to be, or this how it's not going this way, and this is how we planned it out to be. I mean, just be flexible because God changes in the moment. I mean, yep. you have to be. If it's not going the way you find the you find the bright in that moment, you find the light in that moment, right. and you turn it. Turn it to what it is. Here we go. Random question. You could be a member of any TV sitcom family. Which would it be? 
Do you guys remember Malcolm in the Middle? I do. That kid, yeah. I related more with that kid on anything because I have an older brother and older sister and a younger brother and a younger sister. So it was pretty much if I did what the older kids did, I was in trouble. If you showed the younger kids what the older kids were doing, I was in trouble too. So I was like, I was kind of the monkey in the middle on that deal. And so Malcolm in the middle would be uh, the one that I would relate to the most because he was always trying to do something and be good, but he always kind of just kind of, he couldn't win. Yeah. No matter how much he did, it was like his wheels were spinning, but he couldn't go nowhere. Aaron, what would yours be? I would do family matters. I would love to be in the opening credits of it. And there's just this random white guy. It's like, hey. <laughs> and they're like, who's that? They adopted him. I think I'd want to be on the Fresh Prince oh, of Bel-Air. I forgot. Oh, yes. No, I, I changed my answer. That Fresh is. Prince of Bel-Air. Nope. That's my. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air would be awesome. I want to be Carlton's best friend. <laughs> I can see you dancing like him. You're the one who taught him how to dance. <laughs> That's it. I, which I, that, that may have happened in real life. <laughs> You're like, remember that time? It goes to a flashback mode. Remember that time, Uncle Carl? When my best friend Aaron Labarge taught me this cool dance. <laughs> She's been Dalter on childish behavior. Get childish. Yeah, yo, yo.